Hello, my name is Christopher Rondeau, and I'm a writer here at Major Spoilers Entertainment. I am starting my first Indiegogo campaign to support my business, Scald's Tale Entertainment. And this campaign is to sell a short book that subverts expectations. Instead of humans, elves, dwarves in charge of the higher civilizations, we instead see them as these roaming tribes. And orcs, kinku, tabaxi, lizard folks, kobolds, goblins come up as your leading superpowers among the world. What does it mean when a kinku who doesn't have the natural ability to communicate is suddenly one of the most powerful figures in the world, and how do their civilizations go? Tabaxi generally are carnivores. How do their civilizations operate? We get to explore these ideas in this Age of Strife sourcebook. This project allows me to continue my own studies of collaborative storytelling, I am a strong proponent of collaborative storytelling, and I believe it's the new media for the future, especially considering shows like Critical Hit have such a lasting impact. If this is something you're interested in, go ahead and find more information at scaldstale.com or scaldstale at YouTube and Twitter. That is scaldstale, S-K-A-L-D-S-T-A-L-E dot com. And come check it out and see if this is a product that you think is worth supporting. Thank you for your time. Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Oh my gosh. Mm, yeah. Slipping out on the skin of our <laughs> teeth. Yeah. Well, the, the Naga's teeth were bigger, so I feel like we probably made the right move. Perhaps, Rodrigo. Perhaps. Perhaps. Uh, so, yeah, let's uh, take a moment to think about a uh, a nice uh, sort of restaurant cafe establishment um, outside of the boardwalk proper. Um, it's, uh, it doesn't call a lot of attention to itself, but... Uh, if you uh, were to look closely at it, you would see that uh, the windows are shuttered, as is often the case in places like this. They don't want a lot of light coming in. Uh, but through the shutters, you can see uh, brief glimpses of movement and definitely uh, every once in a while, a lot of lights coming out um, just suddenly, maybe some pew pew sounds uh filtering through uh until if you uh look towards the back exit uh you can see a door fly open and somebody just come running out um may maybe even the door flies open and this person seems like they were pushed out and then starts running um I believe that is Orem that got out first. Yes. Um, so uh, why don't you go ahead and describe Orem? Uh, Eladrin. Uh, mm -hmm. Average height, I guess, for the Eladrin. Uh, very young, smooth skin, as, of course, all Eladrin with perfect uh, smooth skin. Hair flowing behind him as he's sprinting down the alley uh, in his uh, in his blue uh, robes, uh, you know, jagged sword on his side. And, you know, in slow motion, he's turning around to look to make sure everyone else is uh, coming back, uh, is coming out 
uh, and following him. Uh, good guys, not bad guys. Sure. Uh, yes. In fact, a few moments later, the door flies open again and somebody else runs out. Uh, it is, in fact, uh, Sakar. So uh, why don't you go ahead and describe Sakar? Sure. Sakar is six foot five and broad of limb, uh, kind of brownish skin, black hair, big uh, halo mess of black hair with gorgeous, gorgeous sideburns, perfect, wonderful sideburns. Uh, carrying two large swords and wearing a sort of a bone-colored asymmetrical armor and moving very, very fast. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll also say that Sikar's uh, got a couple of big cases strapped to him because mm-hmm. I don't think he ever managed to put them down. Nope. <laughs> but that's okay because Sikar is the kind of guy who runs really fast with really heavy things. Yeah, is is he like a is he like a hat like palms, uh, like towards the body kind of runner? Or is he more like a like a fists runner? Uh, I, I would say somewhere between fists and the Grant Gustin running with your upper body running, mm. as seen on CW The Flash. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's the kind of run that you're ready to vault something. So it's that that track and field running where you might be coming up to some one of those hurdles. What do they call those things where you jump over the hurdles? The it's, the hurdles. Hurdles? Okay. Yeah, that thing. Okay. Yeah, the hurdles might be turtles, so it'd be a turtle hurdle. Yeah. All right. Immediately behind him, uh running out the door, I believe is Randis. Yep. Uh so yeah, stumbling out the door, uh looking around and spotting Sakar and running after him uh basically is uh averagely height individual uh stock of wild hair uh poking out from uh big goggled eyes uh probably has like uh some fairly tattered by now uh coat and backpack uh that's uh less covering uh what seems to be like a fairly elaborate uh, it could be taken for a suit of armor, but uh, is mostly just a mechanicalness covering his being. Any obvious weapons? Uh, probably uh, holding his uh, crossbow and uh, not too much other than that. Uh, big punchy uh, metal fists. Uh, yeah, I think that'd probably be it. Okay. Left fist or right fist? I can never remember. I'd say both fists now. Oh, good call. Yeah. Well, that's sad. Yeah, this I I by the way, I I I view this as a um like a very zoomed in from far away like infinite uh depth of field kind of shot. So, you know, as as Orem is running towards us and more people come out the back, you can mm-hmm. you can see them. And it doesn't look like they're moving that much. And it kind of looks like everybody's right next to each other, even though there's a lot of space between them. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like, like a rack focus or something. No, not a rack focus. He's talking about yeah. infinite depth of field, which means that oh, everything is in sharp focus and everything. Imagine a busy highway and you're shooting down a busy highway and the cars mm-hmm. look like they're stacked on top of one another. When in <laughs> reality, there's seven cars apart. Right. Nice. And, and I forgot when, to mention when, that I have red eyes and fangs. I okay. probably mentioned that's that I have red eyes and fangs. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, when Orem gets close enough 
to uh, the point of view, then he'll go blurry. But it's going to be a while. Uh, <laughs> so uh, after Randis uh, comes clanking after Sakar, uh, we hear uh, through the Doppler effect, basically a... Uh, as like the door flies open and uh, <laughs> this uh Kanku uh bursts out he's got a um his beak has a big uh bone structure at the top that looks kind of like a hatchet um you know black feathers uh seems to be freaking out and running uh and you can see that uh he has a kind of uh bronzy mechanical arm uh, that he's uh, flailing around as he runs. Um, and then the door flies open again, and out comes Ket. Uh, Ket's uh, half-elf, a uh, little taller than average human height, uh, dark hair, goatee, uh, holding a big jungle stick, uh, and black leather uh, armor uh, turns around almost immediately to try and grab the next person coming out. Uh, making sure everybody's trying to get to ready to block, <clears throat> excuse me, ready to blast anybody that comes out after her. Okay. All right. So the door opens again and out uh, tumbles little sparkle. Uh, she's looking more than a little bit worse for for wear, having been uh, shot at and stabbed a few times by our uh, our enemies. Um, but she is a kenku um, on the uh, uh, short side, of, like a little over five feet. Uh, bright green uh, and black feathers, a long green beak, um, blue eyes, uh, wearing leather armor and uh, holding a uh, dagger that has like very clearly Randis's kind of uh, artificy hand work as does a, a sash that she's wearing across herself that uh, seems to be worrying right now considering that she is bloodied um, mm. and uh, is uh, tumbling out uh, but seems to uh, be very well balanced on her uh, fancy new boots that she just picked up. Yes, all of these guys uh bust out um, and at least for the moment it doesn't look like anybody else is I'm guessing that uh, when Orem bust out he is just running away from the cafe but uh, is there a direction in particular that you guys are trying to run I'll run out to whatever the main crossroad thing is and then do a sliding stop with a spin around to see which direction we're supposed to go Okay. Because that would have to be Ket uh, <laughs> making that decision. Yep. There's a, nearly a, a very comical pileup as Orem uh, slides to a stop and waits for Ket to catch up. As Ket catch up, catches up, he uh, lets out a whistle to retrieve his uh, bird and then checks to see if there's any guards outside. Uh, since Orm headed straight for the main thoroughfare, we want to. Don't know that uh, that's. 
No, you're pretty sure that uh, anybody who was guarding outside has now has run into the place as soon as they started hearing, you know, explosions. Okay. Uh, do we have any other base of operations where other members of the Armada would meet? Or is it just this place? Uh, yeah, just this place. I mean, not here. On the boardwalk. I didn't know how many people actually uh, came ashore regularly. Um, Nobody ends up here unless you send them. So uh, you've got two ships coming into the boardwalk. Yeah, but that's a little time out, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, Let's. How much time out is that? Uh, probably a few days. Okay, that's. Just peachy. Longer than we can run, probably. Yeah, we probably want to head to the. Uh, we probably want to head to the docks and make sure they haven't seized your ship. Uh, this okay. one. All right, you guys. Uh, sprinting to the docks. Sprinting or... madly to the docks. Okay. <laughs> Knocking little old ladies over as we go. <laughs> overturning a trail of blood and feathers. Yep. Overturning uh, <laughs> apple carts, and uh, you know we run into the box of trash that just goes flying yeah. off. Yeah. Two guys leaping, walking, leaping through a pane of glass. The two yeah. people yeah. are walking. Window paint. Yep. Definitely. Yep. Classic. The car classic. just shoulders through it. It's beautiful. <laughs> Running across walls is necessary. Ooh. Oh, wait, parkour. Can't all do that. Sure, we can. We we just can't stay up there. <laughs> Fair. Uh, um. So yes, you guys uh, run and run and run, and I mean, sprinting across this entire thing again. You're not running through the boardwalk proper, but it's not like you raise like zero attention. It's just you mostly catch the eye of people that are not particularly interested um but you know we'll gladly say they went that way if uh interrogated especially the guy whose fruit stand we barreled right through just oh my my cabbages yes (laughs) uh you guys um arrive at the docks um and uh, there is a kind of the the dock master is uh, sitting there at a podium uh, and seems to be looking for something like kind of like looking under his podium and around and stuff. Well, uh, maybe take this opportunity to run by while he's distracted. <laughs> well. I, I mean, you can run by. Well, he's distracted, but definitely seven people running by is he's gonna notice. Oh, fine. <laughs> but there's only seven six people? of us, so we can get by with six, is what you're saying. Uh, let's That's... see: one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, yes. So I'm sorry. What I meant was. Uh, Four humanoids and three birds. That's what I was counting. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, then uh, Sparkle will do her best to like uh, very quickly 
uh, staunch up her wounds and like hide the fact that she's been stabbed a bunch and uh, okay. uh, step up and be like, uh, hello, we'd like to uh, head out. Oh, uh, already? Yes, our business concluded a little faster than expected. Well, uh, I'm afraid I can't find my ledger. Uh, I oh. swear I was here just a moment ago, but uh, uh, let me let me see if it's back in the office, and then uh, we'll square up as far as payment. Oh, all right. Ket will toss... The, what's regular payment out for this? I don't know. Maybe uh, two gold a day or something. And we've been here for a day? You've been here for... Yeah, it probably would count as two days. All right. Kettle toss 10 gold up on the uh, thing. Look, we're good. We've oh, been here well, today. Uh, I suppose. Would you like to w wait for your change? I just have to, to find my books. Uh, nah. Uh, keep it. You do a good keep job. Keep it for yourself. A gratuity oh. for work well done. All right, then. And then we run. Okay. <laughs> yep. You managed to get onto the ship. It does not, there does not appear to be anything different about it. Is the gangplank up? Do we have to do a really cool leap across? Uh, no, the gangplank's up. Can oh. I do a really cool leap across anyway? I'm, I'm going to sure. slide across the hood of the ship and get in on the other side. Okay. Yep. All right. Sounds, sounds I'm going to leap across and grab something in the rigging and then just swing down onto the uh, whatever the plate thing is where you have the wheel that you steer the turny thing. All right. Yeah, you guys uh, take off on the ship and then uh, leap it over a hill and it freezes in midair and it's like, oh, how are those, how are those sparkle tones going to get out of this <laughs> one? <laughs> I honk the horn and it plays the Oblia National Anthem. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, uh, you guys are able to get onto the ship and uh, get it uh, properly, uh, I don't know, unmoored. I don't know what the mm -hmm. proper term is for. You, you guys are able to cast off uh, in a hurry and manage to get moving. And it doesn't look like anybody's on your tail. Um you're pretty sure that um, that uh, the the local authorities are, you know, they're like, oh, they're, well, there's still people here. We have to, like, secure that, even though you guys got away. Right. So would the local authorities be some of the people trying to have killed us? Uh, yes, that Naga was one of the local authorities. So that Naga showed up with a bunch of soldiers. So those guys are the local authorities. I don't so, know that they were trying to kill us so much as uh, arrest us, subdue us. Yep. Yeah. So did say no fighting, right? Yep, that's right. So it's uh, it's fair to imagine that uh, that Naga probably has a few bounty hunters and a couple Asmodean priests like tied up by now. Well, that's good. Hopefully. Yeah, of course, that means that if, if they're tied up, now they're going to try and find you guys. But, you know, as long as you guys... Yeah, as long out. as nothing happens as you're leaving, you should be good to go. <laughs> yeah. yep. We got we got everybody out except for the cameraman on the hill doing a long shot. Oh, my God! Ah, that's okay. <clears throat> He's... 
He's, he's union. union. They've got they've got they representation. Can't him. Yeah, they they can't they can't even touch his equipment. That's true. Um. Uh, so yeah, you guys are able to cast off and uh, start to see uh, the boardwalk uh, begin to sort of fall away as you guys sail outward. Well, that was fast. Um, what are we supposed to do now? Uh, do either of you two kettle jester at Randis and Orem uh, know if any short range sending or telepathy can work right now? Don't think so. Not last we tried. Oh, I don't want to have to get back on the island. <laughs> the island? Back on the boardwalk. Oh. I mean, what, do you what think do we they need to d- get d- back on the boardwalk for? Uh, we need to let Elk know we've been made. Oh. Nah, Elk's okay. I mean, do they know who we are? We barely saw them. Well, the uh, first guys to show up were Asmodean. Yeah, but they... They clearly know who we are. Yeah. And the bounty hunters were after a bounty, so they mm. also know who we are. I think we got relatively away clean, and now that we've got our stock up, we should probably try to act on the uh, intel and uh, take advantage of um, Esmodeus's absence, if that is actually true. Yeah, we probably ought to hook back up with your your fleet. Yep, and that's how do you pinpoint the spot in the middle of the sea? Triangulation. Oh. Do we need to reclaim I'm, that buoy thing? I, I mean, uh, did ya? <laughs> um, I recall. Does 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 Rando shout? Wait, we gotta go back for the buoy. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go back for the buoy? Or puts the boat in reverse and does a J turn. <laughs> um, yeah, you are able to basically instead of like taking off straight out. You're able to basically curve around and skirt um, the uh, the outer sh- like sk- skirt the shore to uh, retrieve the buoy. And uh, after you retrieve the buoy, and as you're going out, uh, you manage to spot like way off in the distance. You know, a guy like sitting there, like two two guys. Like one of them is like pointing in a direction. And then another one has like his arms crossed and is listening to him and is like sort of like saying yes to what he's saying. And then, of course, they're talking to an enormous snake with a human head who like kind of looks in that direction and starts slithering towards the docks. Oh. <laughs> oh, you should get going then. Oh. Hit the turbo boost. Okay. Um, you guys. Rip. Managed to sail out to what you would estimate is outside of Naga teleport range, at least. Well, that was exciting. Uh, a little <laughs> too exciting. I'm going to mend up a bit. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, refresh my memory real quick. What were the uh, Asmodeans yelling at Pixo when they came in? 
Uh, they were asking about you and me specifically uh, or the group, the group. And is that a common occurrence? Uh, that is something that happens, but it's very likely that you guys got spotted and that's why they made an extra special trip. Seeing as how you guys caused some ruckus in the, uh, in the boardwalk. Mm. Could you describe mm-hmm. the ruckus? Uh, you know, winning uh, a golem, uh, yeah, <laughs> begging to around and fighting with the golem. Yeah, in a yep. begging to Whatever. fly hippogriff. Super, super worth it. Yeah. No regrets. And I think the irony is you're the stealthy one. <laughs> uh, I'm also the loud one. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm also gonna uh, take a moment to uh, to do some healings. All right, you guys can take a short rest. Sweet. Yay, everyone. Let's... Yeah, anyone anyone who wants to can take a short rest. Yeah. By which I would I say everybody should, because if you used any encounter powers, you could get those back, even if you didn't take yep. any damage. Mm-hmm. A short rest sounds lovely. I'm going to spend two healing surges to get back up to full. Okay. And I will reset all of my two or three encounters that I used. Uh, two encounter oh. powers. Going to spend two healing surges to get back up to full. Okay. Uh, I will spend three healing surges. Okay. I, I was pretty messed up. Yeah, I think I'll go ahead and spend a healing surge. You know, that'd be a loss of 11 hit points. That'll top me off. Okay. I'll stand. I'm like four down <laughs> or 12 or something. It's six left. Right. I wasted right. 10 hit points, but meh. Yeah, uh, Pixel is just. Uh, like sort of uh he's like laying down but like his head is propped up against the mast and he's just trying to breathe <laughs> trying not to hyperventilate <laughs> yeah does his arm need reset uh no it looks like that's something that he can do he just needs to like pull on a lever or something and it like goes back to being an arm okay. uh does randis need any extra healing surges to top off uh I think I only used one, so yeah. I mean, have you got plenty? <laughs> yeah, take one. Okay. I have 15 to start with, and I don't use them that often. Mm. Agreed. I mean, if we have a number that we could have several uh, of your infusion sets, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I think that should do it. All right. Okay. Um, and uh, as far as the other ships, uh, it's not that crazy to try and just figure out a way to intercept them because you know what direction they were coming from. Yeah, we'll set a course to intercept. Okay. Uh, whoever's navigating can give me a nature check. To see how well you do it. Uh, Hello. Are you driving or am I driving? I well, I since driving. I put the boat in the J-turn. All right. Well, just steering and navigating are two different oh. things. So it's, I mean, whoever wants to do it. Probably should be Ket, since he's the only one that would actually know which direction the others are coming from. Um, you guys were all together before. We presumably. teleported to get here, did we not? Yeah. 
but you guys all set out from the same place. And since the stars are visible and you know where the oh, boardwalk yeah. is, like anybody who was there who has their the where like any sailing wherewithal would be able to figure it out. Oh, that let said, me roll nature. It, that said, let if you guys nature. like whoever wants to do it can do it. I want to. I just boosted my nature. I want to see if it's good. What's your nature? Do it. <laughs> huh? What's your nature? Thirty-one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Why, what's yours? 20. I rolled for crap. Uh, 38. Uh, 38 is still <laughs> pretty good. I don't usually get to do the, you know, little sparkle rolling initiative, randus rolling arcane moments. I, I like to relish them. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Um, They're rare. Yeah, you're pretty sure you can get at least within eyesight of them. Unless they've run into any issues, they, you know which direction they'll be coming. <sighs> Two seven one mark six sets a helm. Well, that's another place burnt. Mm. Is it? I mean, we did try to break into uh, the the treasure chamber, and you were still able to run around and do things for how long? A year? Yeah, but now the actual enemy knows we were there, and unless the uh local authorities decide to keep them, he'll know too. He'll know that we're back together. Well, then we have to act fast. Mm-hmm. Because he's going to hit us with everything he's got. Well, then we better get this fleet together and uh, plan for the attack. Uh, is there a way to... Is there a way for... Let me ask you this, uh, Little Sparkle. Um, our uh, ghost friend. Does he have a way of communicating with other people? Like, doesn't he have his children everywhere? Would he have children that are part of uh, the fleets that we could use him as the way to communicate to everyone? Uh, I mean, why don't you ask him yourself? Uh, she'll, you know, take Salas better. Say, uh, uh, hey, Salas. Salas appears. Um, hello. Hello. Cat, good to see you. Same. Mostly. Mm. Uh, we are preparing for an attack and wanted to see if you could help us with um, any information about um, Aranko's Island. Mm. Most of my information regarding Waypoint is, uh, I suppose, out of date at this stage, although I can't imagine that it has changed much geographically, so I can at least help you there. Do you have any of your children embedded with uh, Ket's fleet? <laughs> if I did, we probably wouldn't have had that very circuitous conversation true. we had earlier. True, true. No, I'm working to get uh, someone at each of your uh previous pillar locations so that we can at least communicate with them but the time fluctuations are already making that difficult um i uh, have another meeting today which will give me a little bit more information about what those locations are uh looking like right now but um as far as the fleet no i don't have anybody there okay we do understand that uh, uh asmodeus has sent 
much of his forces to the four pillars. Mm-hmm. That does match some information that I had received from some spotters. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is in fact the case. Um, certainly in, uh, in the state that each of those islands was left, an overwhelming military strike would be difficult to repel. Um, most of the places you uh, that had the pillars suffered some amount of losses, except maybe Malgublistan, or not Malgublistan, um, Snapstab. Malgublistan is a great <laughs> name. They've they've been yeah, there. Been there. They've, yeah, they've been to New Malgublistan. That's on the central continent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was looking over my central continent notes like yesterday, so uh, I got the. I got the name in the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, I want him to enrich Mogublistan. Mm-hmm. So you're considering a direct attack while the armadas are out? Seems like the best choice. Mm-hmm. And the our best opportunity for now? Well, um, yeah. uh, here are some things I can tell you about Waypoint. Uh, Waypoint is a massive place. It's uh, meant to be a um merchants and travelers oasis in the astral sea um it's easy to find it's a very bright star uh it's an enormous island that has uh, several sort of spiraling arms uh all of which are docks so imagine a something like a uh maybe an eight-pointed star with very long points and then uh, soften that and curl it all sort of in the same direction. And that's more or less what it would look like from the air. Um, Your best bet, unless they've changed it very drastically, would be to attack uh, from the north, um, as that is where the majority of the merchant docks have traditionally been, which would make it difficult to keep larger attack vessels in those places. From what I understand, um, uh, Asmodeus has been using it, has been using um, Waypoint as much as a trade hub as it has, or, or as Waypoint has always been. Uh, at least before it was confined. Um, so um, merchant companies that have thrown their lot in with Asmodeus as well as others that have been forced come in and out of Waypoint all the time. So I don't see why they would have necessarily changed the arrangement. Okay. Um, at the center of Waypoint is a truly colossal tower. Uh, it is a lighthouse. There is a um, star at the very top of it that uh, shines its light out for travelers to find. Again, the whole point of Waypoint is that it's easy to travel to and easy to find. Um, but this uh, lighthouse is not like a normal lighthouse. It is huge. Its footprint is miles across and only tapers down a little as it goes up. Um, this was a place that held um, everything f- 
from the offices of merchant companies to food courts to uh, storehouses to uh, ballrooms, um, just one enormous centrally located uh, place where business could be conducted. Um, almost certainly that is not the case anymore. Uh, it doesn't take a military genius to realize that this would make for a fantastic fortress. Surely it is. it has been shuttered and is defended and is used either as a depot or barracks or honestly both. So any thoughts on how we would assault it? Um, I can tell you how I would assault it. That's a start. I would make a large distraction and then try to get in as quietly as possible. So have the Armada do something obvious while we sneak in on the uh, regent? It's going to have to be, in order to draw anyone out of that tower, it's going to have to be a sizable assault. And from what I understand, the Armada might be able to do it. Um, but the, your your goal has to be landfall. The Armada has to basically get to the docks or get to the shore uh, so that forces, standing forces from within the island are forced to move in. Otherwise, this is going to be an absolute uphill battle. Not that I'm saying that it won't be anyway. Um, I don't know exactly how much the Bright Armada has as far as uh, actual combat-ready troops, but you have to assume that whatever fight they're going to be involved with will be uh, a sacrifice and a momentary distraction at best, as the majority of Asmodeus forces are... Uh, even if they're moving in and out, this is their central location. You don't know mm. if they have a, you know, uh, until you get there or until we get there, unless we find some other way to spy on it. We won't know if there are, you know, a, a an entire platoon of Gelugons just waiting by the docks because they just happen to be there. Um or any other similar situation. Uh, all of Asmodeus's allies also have um, depots and offices there, so you can expect some of those wraiths uh, from the Obsidian Huntress. You can expect drow ships to be there as well, um, and any number of drow, uh, anything from politicians to commandos, to just happen to be on the island at that particular moment. Hmm. Do we know of any gods who are ready to go to war against Asmodeus that could potentially join in on this fight? That are ready to go to war? Mm -hmm. No, I don't think so. Asmodeus has been quite thorough. Um, pretty much every god that you had spoken to already has been capacitated in some way. Except, of course, for uh, Malgubliad, if I recall correctly, what you've told me. And he seems reticent to involve himself further. We could try to uh, visit Malora, see if we could 
get through that storm. That's assuming that the time distortions are on your side. Uh, if they're not, right. by the time you reach Melora, they will already be where you, or they will already be undoing your work at the pillars. That's a very good point. So we were told that the first pillar they're approaching is Snapstab, right? Uh, you were told that they're heading for the pillars, so you don't know which one they're going to get to first. Snapstab was the only one that Asmodeus went to personally the first time that we're aware of. Mm -hmm. All right. I think, as unfortunate as it is, we probably have to try to make way there now, considering the unpredictability of the temporal distortions. We can't mm -hmm. allow the um, the pillars to be assaulted, or all of the work we've done will be undone. Uh, yeah, and I mean, unless we have like some twin perfect stars that we can use, or um, uh, you know, uh, unless we have the power of a god. Um, I mean, we're going to be, this is going to be a very tough assault. I don't believe we have the power of a god, but hopefully we won't need it. Moreover, if we are successful, one might presume that Malgubliad and the others might know about it, hear about it, however gods perceive things. Mm-hmm. That is a possibility, but not something that you can count on for your initial strike. Certainly assuming not. that you manage to, for example, carve out a piece of waypoint to shelter your troops and hunker down, help could potentially come from some other place once they hear that that has happened. But unfortunately, that's really not something that you can count on as a forward advantage. Hmm. As I've said, I'm trying to position my children in these places so that some communication can happen. Uh, but um, that is still in the works. The fact that already time is moving differently in every place uh, has caused us to miss some meetings already. Mm. Nothing quite as drastic as lost uh weeks or months but i feel that already days are starting to slip by in some cases <laughs> how do we get the fleet north of waypoint uh but well um we still have a couple of uh scout ships out we'd have to go get them and then i suppose the easiest way would be to sail uh essentially sail north-west from where the fleet currently is so that we could get enough of a line inward to uh, to attack from the north. Um, it would, under regular circumstances, probably take at least a couple of weeks of travel, but uh, that doesn't necessarily mean much if, uh, you know, time is different everywhere for everyone. All right. Well, if you, uh, Salath strokes his chin, if you uh, need anything else, uh, don't hesitate to summon me. But uh, for the next few hours, I'm going to be trying to coordinate some movements. So I'll be indisposed. All right. Thank good you. luck. Thank you. And he disappears. 
Who else is he able to be in communication with at this point? Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, presumably he's working to get someone to the places where you guys have taken down a pillar. Um, the rest of you guys know that he had information on almost every other place, except for the ones that are like, this is behind a wall. But, mm-hmm. you know, like he knows what's going on in like, I don't know, uh, like the, yeah, like, uh, well, maybe not the thrice anointed prison, mm-hmm. uh, like writhing nest for example i think he's gotten somebody in like writhing nest is not like closed necessarily but it's occupied by asmodean forces but he does have people there did he have someone in shalai uh he did yeah that's uh he's had people in uh shalai eldralail uh, and but not in Kunkune because nobody can get in. Right. So Shalai is, according to his last report, is basically mostly under Lol's control. The only reason why it's not fully under her control is because it's so big, right? It's like nobody in in wartime. It's very hard to maintain control of the entirety of Shalai, but most of the major places of of military importance have been taken, um, and also. There's a lot of talk that Erathus is like either dead or dying uh, due to, you know, drow shenanigans in her city. Yeah. And uh, Coralon is nowhere to be found. So when we confront Asmodeus, do we know that this starfish will work to kill a god? <laughs> it sure worked against Thene. Oh. I wasn't there when that happened. Uh, What was the... What happened with the Void God? Uh, He cackled maniacally, so presumably he got what he wanted. Mm -hmm. So then are we able then to use the power to... for ourselves? What power are you referring to? Uh, Well, he said he only needed the power of one god. Chan- channeled through uh, well, the starfish. So this thing is specifically channels the power to uh, the corpse. I don't think that it is meant to channel the power into, say, whoever stabs him. Um, it just, I don't know that it'll, I think it was, I, I honestly am not sure how it works, and we've never been able to really figure it out. Um, it works at killing a god. I don't know where the power of a second god death would go. <laughs> I'm just thinking we, we're going to need to be very powerful by the time we hit Waypoint. And yeah, but I don't think there's any other convenient gods for us to kill and try to steal their power. True. Do we even know where any of his allies are? I mean, presumably in some of their islands, but again, any detours are really dangerous because of the time problems. Mm-hmm. I think we have to just press forward. Um have the armada hit him with everything they've got try to sneak in on the regent um and get into the tower and establish a beachhead and then hope that that gives other 
groups a chance to rally and come to our aid or at least shore up that that beachhead so we can move on? Yeah. I mean, even if if we get there, we might even find stuff like, uh, who knows, uh, weapons we can use or a way to use uh, sending. Or Coralon locked in a basement. (laughs) Sure. I mean, we can't expect on any anything but i just i i wish we had a better alternative but time is uh very much not on our side <sighs> do not want to be sacrificing people i i don't either but this is war sometimes there's no choice and you've recruited soldiers i took those who came to me you can let them know the odds and if they don't want to move forward, they don't have to. But I have a feeling that everyone who came to you understands the stakes. We've got a little bit of time to do nothing before we decide on anything. No, maybe we should get some rest. It's been a uh, long and violent day. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. I, that, that sounds like a sounds like a plan. Maybe something will come to us in our sleep. We'll have a better idea of what what we need to do next. Uh, we really need to figure out. Uh, does anyone have a? I know that um, we were told kind of the general layout of the lighthouse, but do we have any? Are there any plans? Would Pixo maybe know all the plans of the building? Damn it! Or I'm, I'm a cartographer, not an architect. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Well, maybe something will come to us in our sleep. The ship does give us what we need. Okay. Well, I'll uh, I'll uh, take over the boat duties here, while uh, the rest of you get some rest. Okay. And as everyone goes off, the lights fade out, and that is where we will end this episode this week. Thank oh, you, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed these adventures. I had a lot of positive comments over um, uh, the episode from a couple of weeks ago. Everybody really liked that really long, just general discussion of allocation of equipment and other things. So I'm glad that people have enjoyed that one quite a bit. And uh, man, is this adventure, it's like it's coming to a close pretty quick. Uh, man, now is a good time to get on board over at patreon.com slash major spoilers to not only get access to next week's episode early, but to get access to the next game when it comes out, plus a bunch of other bonus games that are only available over there at patreon.com slash major spoilers. So head over there, check it out, see what we got. Uh, And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us at podcast at majorspoilers.com. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.